Karen Wagaman, Vice President for Downtown Development with the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce. Northwest Arkansas is fortunate to have a growing number of businesses and organizations that are really making their mark on the creative fields. Today our guests are sharing information about Pixel, a school for media arts, which serves not only children but also adults in the creative fields, and their camp which is called Nerdies. The summer camp is for children and youth ages 6 to 17 years old. Joining me is David Percy. David's the executive director for Pixel. Joining him is Megan Perez, the executive assistant for Pixel and the camp coordinator for Nerdies, and Chloe Hiley. Chloe is the video game instructor, and she's also the K-12 partnership instructor at the Arkansas Arts Academy. So we're happy to have all of them joining us here today for the Voice of Business podcast. We want to thank AT&T for bringing us all together. Again, I'm Karen Wagaman with the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce, and we are really pleased to have some interesting and perhaps nerdy people among us today. We are talking about Pixel, a school for media arts, and Nerdies Camp. So with me is David Kersey. David is the executive director for Pixel, and Megan Perez is the executive assistant for Pixel, and he's also the camp coordinator for Nerdies. And Chloe Hiley is an instructor. She not only teaches for the Nerdies camp, um, she also teaches K through 12 for Arkansas Arts Academy, so K through 12 partnership. So welcome to all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. So this might be a totally new opportunity for people in Northwest Arkansas. I know I only just learned about you about a month ago. So can you tell us, David, a little bit about Pixel, a school for digital arts, a school for media arts. Tell us kind of some background. Let us know what what it is, why it's here, how you got involved. Yeah, um, thank you. Um, basically, it's, it's a bit of my story, uh, honestly, of uh, being a kid, uh, drawing and painting, um, and trying to figure out what I was going to do for a career, um, and being a creative and an artist. Uh, and uh, when I was a sophomore in high school, I was introduced to a computer and sort of made a 90-degree turn towards uh, a career opportunity. Um, went on to the Savannah College of Art and Design and got a Bachelor of Fine Arts with a specialization in computer animation. Um, the Toy Story came out right about the time that computer was introduced to me, and they put Jar Jar Vinks into the Star Wars movies, and I was I was pretty excited and thought this was this is super cool and this is what I want to do. Um, it's but, interesting. I didn't even look at another school. I kind of just looked at Savannah College of Art and Design and went and got a degree. Oh my goodness! So so you had the opportunity. You were one of the lucky ones who had the opportunity to make a career with your creative creative skills, your creative desires, and you've been quite successful at it, I understand. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's sort of, to go back to Pixel a little bit, the crossroads of creativity and technology is sort of our motto in the sense of uh, when you take a creative and you give them a piece of technology, that is the space that opens up the career possibilities, and that's that's what Pixel wants to be all about. Um, oh, that's wonderful. So you are giving young adults and children exposure to career opportunities and using their, their skills and their interests and helping them explore what they can do in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so for me, um, 
extremely fortunate to take my talents and, and go to, to Los Angeles, to Hollywood, um, where I was able to work on some of the biggest animated feature films that have ever been, uh, including Frozen and Wreck-It Ralph and uh, The Polar Express and Tangled. And uh, it was a... Uh, it was an incredible, incredible, incredible experience. So I feel very fortunate that uh, I was able to be successful out there. Um, but Los Angeles just wasn't quite uh, my long-term home. Um, I'm originally from Arkansas. I was born in Little Rock, um, though I did grow up on the Texas side of Texarkana. Um, but my parents had met at the University of Arkansas. My dad played football for the Hogs in the 60s, so I've been a through-and-through through Razorback, Razorback fan my whole life. Oh, Woo-Pig Suey. Woo-Pig Suey, for sure. <laughs> there you go. Well, we feel very fortunate in Northwest Arkansas to have someone with your talent coming back and sharing your knowledge and your worldliness with the young people. Um, I understand, in addition to Pixel, you've also been very involved with Arkansas Arts Academy, and you're touching a lot of uh, students that have um, also the creative juices that you have flowing through your veins. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's, it's somewhat, or it's definitely uh, a personal mission, but also the mission of Pixel to tell kids that you can be born in Arkansas and go to Hollywood and work on a movie like Frozen. That's, that's what it's all about for me. And I get to do that at Arkansas Arts Academy, get to work with kids three days a week, um, and, and really just show them the possibilities and talk to them about the necessary uh, steps that they need to take if they're interested in pursuing a career in technology and art. And can I ask a couple of questions about your involvement with Frozen? You didn't just work as an animator. Can you tell us a little bit about the scope of your responsibilities there? Yeah, I was actually, and it's interesting when I think my whole career out there, my mom told everybody I was an animator. And I think the people that don't know about the industry think everybody's the animator. Um, and it's a very specific skill set. Um, a lot of times I'll do a talk and hold up a frame of the movie and talk about the, the 30 to 40 different jobs that exist just for that frame on, on the screen. I was a look development artist, which means doing the textures and materials for the elements that exist on screen. So if it looks like wood or looks like um, rock or whatever it might be, like the the trolls, I worked on their kind of rocky-looking skin and the grassy pelts that they were wearing and their little grass hair, uh, as well as did the fur on the wolves uh, and their, their, you know, their teeth and their eyes and all of that are done with materials. And that was where I specialized. Wow. So I'm guessing with the artist eye that you have, everything you look at is almost broken down into pixels in your brain. You probably analyze everything you look at. I do on some level for sure. And what's really interesting is that materials in the computer world or CGI as we call it, computer generated imagery, in the CGI world, the materials actually react like real light. Uh, that's how we make adjustments to the materials is based on how light hits a surface and, and scatters or doesn't scatter. Um, that controls what makes the materials look the way they do. They look real on screen because they're actually 
the data, the science behind it is real, and it's technically doing the same thing that real light does. Wow, that's wonderful. So tell us a little bit about what Pixel's role is. What is it that you hope to accomplish with, with your nonprofit organization, which is based in Rogers, just a few blocks from downtown Rogers, which we are very happy about. So tell us what, what you hope to accomplish with this organization. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I have conversations all the time, and I like to say we're not a school. Uh, even though education is at the core of what we do, we're trying to create a space and a culture in Northwest Arkansas around media arts and build a coalition of of up-and-coming kids who want to do that a career as careers and also work with the adults that want to change their career over to that. Um, really excited to move into the Center for Nonprofits uh, this past fall and start to build basically our home base out of that location. A lot of our partners and a lot of our programming is on, loca on location, but we will be doing classes and doing offerings at the Center for Nonprofits location as we look for a future vision. Um, but like I said, it, it's Pixel uh, is building a, a place for what I, I consider the trades of the future. It's, it's a bit of a trade school, uh, or I've heard recently a craft school where you hone your craft, which I think is pretty amazing. Um, and so we'll focus in careers around graphic design and animation and video game development and product design, um, movie making, video content creation, and even into web and mobile. Um, but it is the artist meets technology and where those careers lie. Oh, that's really exciting. So you are a nonprofit organization. Do you want to share with us what you have and what you need? Because there might be people that want to help see um, you very successful in this area. Absolutely. Um, so originally, Pixel was the new design school out of Fayetteville that was started by Sonia Gutierrez. And uh, when I first moved here, I started working with her on it. And um, she stepped away to, to work on a, a career in politics. And the nonprofit uh, 501c3 stayed with us and, and a license with the state um, to provide certificates. Um, we, we, we definitely need help from the community as a nonprofit. Um, I talk to people all the time and... and talk about how we're building this thing and I'm like well I mean if we want a staff and if we want really high-end computers we're going to get the money to pay for those things either from help from the community or out of the kids and I don't really want to get it out of the kids so I'm asking the community to come together and help us build the vision. So I'm assuming individuals can make a cash donation perhaps companies can donate products? Absolutely. Companies can donate products, can donate cash, obviously. Um, we, we, we are, specifically when I talk about nerdies, we're, we're raising scholarship money to pay for kids who can't afford to go to camp. Um, you know, corporations can also offer to pay for certain services that we need. We need high-end internet in our space. We need um, to be able to pay for software fees so that we can... Uh, have the correct soft, the industry standard software in there and, and train the kids on that. That's another expense that um, the community or businesses can come in and help provide uh, the opportunity for us to teach that. Oh, that's wonderful. And how are you getting the word out about, first of all, about Pixel? How, how do you let people know? Or is Nerdy's kind of the avenue to, to get the word out? Is that the um, best way? Well... Nerdies has been happening. Um, we inherited Nerdies uh, from Brad Harvey in, in Fayetteville. Um, this will be our third summer doing it under the nonprofit. Um, and 
it's it you know we've done 200 kids the first summer and and the second summer around 200 again and we're pushing for hopefully 250 this year so um it's a great avenue to for me what i say is we plant the seed there we we just let the kids know that these careers exist and that it's possible for them and and i like to say help them maybe find a passion track um and so we get the word out through there but pixels since the um, new design school and the changeover and the rebrand and the move into the center for nonprofits, we've been making some adjustments to what pixel is from the adult level perspective and we're kind of heads down right now uh, building that curriculum and getting prepared to launch that hopefully in the fall so on some level pixel has been under construction if you will and nerdies is still definitely going forward and our contract uh, with the arkansas arts academy so just to say a little bit about what pixel is it has four different programs nerdies being our branded summer camp program which will probably develop into a bit of an after-school program as well where we will uh, continue to teach an age group uh, through nerdies k-12 partnerships is where we go into the schools and help develop a media art curriculum we don't want to build a k-12 through school and pull kids out of their school we want to I say like have tentacles out there where we're helping any school that's interested in us helping provide that kind of education. So that's what we call our K-12 partnerships. Career enhancement is just direct professional development. If you're an adult, uh, anyone that just wants to take a Photoshop class or learn Maya, the 3D software we used for Frozen, you can come take that class through our career enhancement program. And then we'll have two-year certificate programs that's dedicated to portfolio building because... Our industry is portfolio driven. I mean, you can have 10 certificates and you can have 15 degrees. And if your portfolio is not impressive, unfortunately, most uh, companies aren't going to hire you. They're basically like, can you come in tomorrow and do that? What's on your portfolio? So our focus will be portfolios. We will be working with people over roughly two years to develop a portfolio that they can start submitting for work. So when the adults take these, the instruction, is it weeks and weeks of classes? Is it workshops? What, what can an adult expect to sign up for? Yeah, and that's, that's very, um, that's good that you bring that up. That's exactly what we've been doing with the change from New Design School to Pixel is to reevaluate how we deliver the curriculum. Uh, and we're looking at doing two-week intensives. So basically, we take a Photoshop course and break it into a level one, level two, level three, and level four. And in those two weeks, there is 12 class hours of time. Um, and we are licensed to give a certificate at 24. So if you take a level one and a level two, you have 24 class hours of time and you can get a certificate. And that's going to be our base certificate. And if you take a level three and a level four and get 48 class hours, you're going to get an advanced certificate. And you sort of add all of those up. Each course will end up giving you the skill set to build the portfolio. So we're going to do our best to offer these courses that I feel are more convenient for the students. And from a financial investment, they, they can pay for, you know, level one and level two separately. Or um, And then for our instructors, because we bring industry professionals in to teach. Um, that's very important to us. It's more about your industry experience than your master's degree at Pixel, just because we want the real world uh, coming into the classroom. And um, so it's better for the instructors. Their, their time commitment is are these two-week intensives, and they can kind of leapfrog over each other to, to help deliver the curriculum. Um, 
you know, the big vision for Pixel is a building of its own with uh, a working agency inside the building overlapped with the classrooms. And so we have industry professionals coming down in the day teaching and our upper level students going right up into the agency and this real world interaction where students understand what the actual working world is like real early on in their studies. Oh, I can imagine your students are going to have wonderful internship opportunities as, <laughs> as they meet with business professionals in this area. Yeah. It's wonderful. So you mentioned the K-12 through partnerships. And um, Chloe, you are, that, that's your Hi. area, is that correct? Yes. So uh, recently I've been teaching with David uh, his video, uh, as part of his course that he teaches. It's a four-part course, one with uh uh, video game is a part of that, and he brought me in for uh, video game design. And so I've been teaching the kids how to put together a game using their skills that they have, uh, 3D modeling in Maya, but also uh, some small amounts of coding, introduction to coding, and then um, also their ideas about level design and uh, the visual style of their game. So you work with David all year round, not only through Pixel, but also through the camps. Is that correct? Right. So this summer I'm hoping to teach uh, multiple weeks of video game design for uh, Nerdies, uh, the summer program that Pixel runs. And which kids do you interact with during the school year? Uh, you're, you're based at Arkansas Arts Academy, is that correct? Uh-huh. So tell us how, how you get involved with Pixel and how you involve the students. Do they come to you? Do you identify students because teachers refer them? How do you connect with them? I think they elect to, they elect to teach the, uh, they elect to be part of the class as an elective. So okay, all right. One of their elective courses. Okay, so you teach right there on campus. Uh huh. Okay, and um, Megan, can you give us a little bit of insight what you do? I know that you're the executive assistant at Pixel, and it sounds like you also keep everybody in line with regard to the summer camps. Can you kind of? Share with us um, what your responsibilities are and what you love about Pixel and Nerdies. Sure. So uh, originally I was hired as the executive assistant for Pixel. I don't think there were any Nerdies responsibilities in that original scope of work. I was just supposed to support David in scheduling and email and day-to-day -day administrative operations. And then slowly I took on some other roles, um, copywriting, supporting web development for our own website, supporting the branding of Pixel. And then as time went on, it became time for us to move into Nerdy's mode and just start getting the programs together, identifying location partners, securing mentors, putting registration up, and now we're dealing with orders and marketing. So the Pixel part of my job has taken a backseat just because we're now in full-on Nerdy's mode, and that's what I'm spending a lot of my time on. But I think once Nerdy's is finished in August... It's going to be back to finishing the branding for Pixel, doing the same thing, getting registrations, doing the marketing, soliciting mentorships and instructors, and uh, then, then before we know it, it's going to be Nerdy's time again. So nonprofits work just like entrepreneurs do. They, they put in 100 hours a week and, and just keep plugging away. Yeah, so in right. addition to uh, organizing or coordinating the camps, I understand you also teach 
uh, session or two? I do. I teach the storytelling session. This summer will be the second time it's going to be offered. This year it'll be at the Center for Nonprofits. Last year it was at Crystal Bridges, which was really great. It was a really great setting because we spent each day talking about different forms of storytelling. One day was spent on art, another on architecture, another on food, and then another on music. So the first day when we talked about art, we actually went through the galleries of Crystal Bridges. When we talked about food, I have a friend who's a well-known chef who David actually visited once. Um, he owns a boutique taco uh, restaurant, you could say. But he was on Chopped. He was a finalist on Chopped. And he and I are high school friends. So I reached out to him, and he did a video. He did a little video interview with the kids to talk about food, his storytelling, and why tacos are different because they have these different textures involved. Um, so we watched the Chopped video, which was awesome. They loved it. And then we watched a beginning episode of a Netflix uh, episode of Chef's Table. And it begins with a man standing in front of a painting in an art gallery. And then it turns out he's a chef. And he gets these ideas for his restaurant from going through different art galleries. So those two tied together. And he even dropped in how he uses food to tell his stories that he sees in art. And so it all, it all worked together really well. Um, I'm hoping to have the same sort of engagement from students this year. A lot of the students came in with screenplays already made. Oh and they just goodness. wanted feedback. They wanted some character development. A lot of them involved portals and zombies. You know, about 40% of the stories all had to do with portals and zombies. But there were kids that came in with comics already done. Um, some made a comic book in a single day. They were working after class right away. They didn't just pack up and go home. It was it was really great. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing that again this year. Can you year. talk about why storytelling is important to Pixel? Sure. So we've we've talked about this um, offline, basically. And our position is that story is fundamental and foundational to everything that we teach, be it, it's easy to see with filmmaking, you need a storyboard and you need a script, but with video game development or with 3D animation or any of those other classes, robotics, there is a story, whether you know it or not, that's told or, or not, but known on some level by the creator before they actually start doing the thing. So if a kid's developing a video game and using some code and some software, they already kind of have in mind what they want to do, how it's supposed to play out, what their character looks like, or how they respond to stress or things like that. So that's why we scheduled that camp early on in the summer. Um, it's a little bit for me, I think, of a hard sell to the parents that this is critical to whatever else they do. But Ironically, I think that's because I'm not storing, I'm not telling the story correctly <laughs> about why storytelling is important. Right. Well, and I'm finding that storytelling is important in every career. If you want to capture people's attention, and we're certainly seeing that on social media, videos are huge in social media, but telling the story behind the business or behind the person is critical to capturing people's attention because we have so many distractions. So um, I can understand why that's very crucial to what you're doing. I wish every child and every adult, you know, aspiring professional had at least a workshop in that. Yeah, that absolutely. something the Chamber of Commerce should be working on. I, I totally agree. Um, one thing that I've said to parents is that this isn't necessarily about entertainment. 
They're not just writing comic books. They're learning a skill that they can use later on in life as a copywriter or a copy editor for a business. Businesses need help in telling their story in the right way mm-hmm. to gather more customers to help with their marketing. Uh, I've, I've made a living as a copywriter, and there are, I think, more copywriting jobs in demand right now than ever before, partly because secondary students aren't reading as much. It's not um, as demanded as much. If you're a little bit older, you can read a blog post and determine whether it's written by an intern in their 20s just by punctuation and misuse of uh, there, there, and there, or or, or what have you. Uh, So that's one of the things I try to share with the parents is that What we're doing is not just about entertainment. It's kind of subconsciously planting seeds for skills that they can use for the rest of their lives once they have an adult career. Yeah, it it might even be considered one of those soft skills that probably more than half the people don't have. And it makes makes a candidate for any job much more valuable. That's right, that's right. When you're selling yourself in an interview, you're telling a story. That's so right. I can that's see right. Where that's really um, something worth cultivating. I think that's part of what brought David and I together in the first place. Is I was recruited to do some writing or some copy review for the old New Design School website. Uh, we're putting together the executive summary, and so together, David puts together the high-level points, and then I just come in and try and massage it, and then I brain dump it onto the it. page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, the, this is the concept I want to say. Yeah, Megan. yeah. Right. Say it better for me. Translate yeah. it for me. Please. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, who wants to tell me about Nerdy's Camp? We've talked about a lot of the pixel aspects and and the talent and the people that all of you are bringing together to make this wonderful camp. How do you describe this camp to people? And, um, I mean, to, to think 200 or 250 young people are getting to take advantage of the skills and the talent that you are bringing is really exciting. So where is it offered? How many sessions? How yeah, does it work? I'll defer to my uh, camp uh, coordinator over here to, to talk about some of the number of locations and um, number of camps we're going to offer. But... Uh, specifically, they're just week-long camps, Monday through Friday, averaging 9 to 3. Some are, are slightly different than that, but um, it's a week-long experience in the space of what Pixel is all about. Um, For how many weeks? I mean, if, if I had a child that wanted to take Pixel camps and fill up as much as, of their summer as they possibly could, how many sessions do you have back-to-back? Total number of sessions. Well, overall, this summer we have the largest number of camps that we've ever offered, the largest number of location partners, and I think the largest breadth of reach in terms of uh, real estate. Um, So to answer your initial question, camps are starting in early June. June 10th, we have a five-day mini-camp session through the Fayetteville Public Library. And these day-long sessions are free to the public because they're offered through the Fayetteville Public Library. You will have to register. They only have 15 seats available, and you register through the Fayetteville Public Library. Um, So those will open up in a little bit. The last few camps that we have are July 29th through August 2nd. And the only time we really take a break is the 4th of July week, I think. But we offer multiple camps in multiple locations each week. 
and they'll span from the Fayetteville Public Library all the way up to Old High in downtown Bentonville. All right. Total number of camps. Got about over 40 sessions um, at wow. this point, which, I don't know, what is that, 10 more than last year? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we also have new location partners and new camps. We are at the Fayetteville Public Library. That's a first. We're at the new school. Uh, is that a first? a first? That's a first. We're at the Jones Center. That's a first. That's a first. We're at TASC, the Teen Action and Support Center in, in Springdale. Spring. That's, That's a first. first. Yeah. We are at the Arkansas Arts Academy. We just moved into the Center for Nonprofits in February, January, February. Uh, we actually Us. moved in more like October. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I only started in October, yeah. so uh, the previous history is not so clear to me. But uh, we're offering classes at the CFN because it's the first time in the summer that we've had that space. The Amazium is actually coming to the CFN this year as part of their outreach program. So we're collaborating with them and doing a Nerdy's Amazium camp, but it's not going to be at the Amazium. It's going to be at the Center for Nonprofits. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, yeah, that's going to be great. And we're offering camps at Crystal Bridges, three camps at Crystal Bridges, and Old High. That's Oh, I need to mention this as well. This is significant. We've always been asked to expand and always been asked, oh my gosh, I wish I lived there. Or when are you coming to St. Louis or Kansas City? We've expanded to Little Rock this year. So UAMS has contracted with us to provide two different camps. And that's uh, the l late July, early August part of, of the summer. So we're excited about that. that that's new. That's new to us. Um, there's a lot happening. Just another word, if I can plug a couple of things. New camps. I think Nerdies has a reputation as being STEM-based. But what we're trying to do is bring the art back to it and make them more STEAM-based. So this year, we are offering a digital photography class, a digital drawing class, a podcasting and sound design class, a movie-making camp, which we did do before, but that's a little more artistic than technical on some level. Um, and we're offering for the first time a documentary filmmaking camp, which is unique because it's by application only. There is not open enrollment. You have to apply to be accepted to this camp. Um, are there others that I'm leaving off that are unique to this year? No, I think you, I think you covered it. Okay. Um, that is really We're really exciting. excited about the documentary film, the filmmaking camp. Uh, Dr. Benjamin Mead, who has quite the uh, the resume of uh of filmmaking uh with films in in the Sundance Film Festival and um uh film instructor uh in Kansas City for many years is going to be doing a really special camp at, at a studio the Cosmic Cowboy Studio that's going to open in in downtown Fayetteville so I think that's a huge opportunity for uh I believe it's 11 to 15 year olds who are interested in in movie making and filmmaking for that wow. camp and that is a growing industry in Northwest Arkansas. I keep hearing more oh, and yeah. more oh, yeah. about the needs for the video production and filmmaking. And we know that we've got studios, and the studios need talent. They need yeah. people who can come to work when they need them. So well, This is timely time. because we're right in the middle of Bentonville Film Festival. Um, I was reading okay. the article in the paper downstairs about these little opportunities for kids to make 60-second videos with Samsung or, or, or what have you. Um, 
there was one other thing that I wanted to say. Oh, new to this summer. There's been a demand for a reduction in age range for our camps. A lot of parents of seven-year-olds and nine-year-olds just say, oh, the age range is 10 to 15. So we've reduced the age of our Robotics One camp to six to nine. And we're going to do that for a video game development camp as well. But also new this year, we're offering level two camps. And that's where we get to cover the 14 to 17-year-old age. So we've got robotics level two and video game development level two. I don't know. if I I think we were going to offer it, but I don't know if we, we did offer it. Yeah, we were talking about a 3D animation level two, but I think we just ran out of energy in some ways you know we're we're yeah booked. I, I, chloe will be helping me with some animation but i'm I'm pretty much the animation instructor so uh if you do get to come to the animation camp you get to learn directly from me which is is i think fun and, and good for me it's it, it's fulfilling when the kids uh, get excited and really learn about uh what's possible to make uh things come to life if you will and the instructors that you do bring in come from the professional careers they they take a week vacation you put them to work some do most of them are in the freelance world so okay. that they can't they're they are taking a week off but it is less of a of an interruption to say a, a corporate job um, they can schedule that week during their summer to to give back a lot of them feel like they they, they like to do it actually they really enjoy that week with the kids um Cannon McNair is a filmmaker in Fayetteville, and he, I mean, <laughs> the first time that I had him teach our movie-making camp, he walked away like, I'm going to go make more stuff because I'm so inspired by the kids. And so I think that all of the mentors, some of the new ones don't realize what they're going to really get out of it once they go through the experience. And I know Chloe can talk a little bit about that. So last year was my first time doing video game design, uh, teaching. And I taught with another uh, friend of mine, Keenan Cole. And being in that class and teaching all those students, they brought up so many cool ideas that I had never thought about. And we were pushed to figure out how do we help them come up with a way to make their idea a reality. And by doing that, we're stretching our own skills and learning a lot from them. And so doing nerdy, uh, teaching a nerdy's camp is really rewarding for me as well as I hope for the students. Oh, that's wonderful. So you're stretching your boundaries because you have these young people with the imaginations that haven't been curtailed. So that's wonderful. Um, and I know my experience is that being around creative people makes you want to go home and be more creative. Absolutely. So that's wonderful that they're having the opportunity to um, teach these young people and then be inspired to, you know, stretch themselves. Yeah. That's great. And nerdy's uh, another, you know, thing here. Nerdy's, uh, the, the whole summer kind of comes together at the end of the year Nerdy's event, which is at Crystal Bridges, uh, August 4th, which is my birthday, oh, by the way. And uh, it's Sunday afternoon. Um, I believe it's like a two to four kind of event. I mean, there we do kind of like a showcase scenario where we, we have a table with each camp type and we have kids there showing what they did or their work or what the camp's like. And it's open to all the kids that went to Nerdies or any kids that want to know about it and come and, and parents to learn about Nerdies. So 
Um, you'll be hearing and seeing a lot more about that end of the year event, but we invite everybody to come and, and, and see that. And, um, it's a fun, it's a fun time where we get to really celebrate what an awesome summer it was and how, how the kids just did amazing things. Wow. Well, so tell us how people can find out about these camps. How do they get their kids or grandkids registered? Where do we find out more information? Yeah, nerdies.me is the website. Pretty easy, nerdies.me. Um, and you can go there. And the the sessions are right there on the homepage. If you scroll down, you'll you, the way we expect people to look is they would find the session that they're interested in, click on the session, wh- whether it be animation, and look through the different weeks and times and age ranges that are offered and see if it fits into their schedule. So once you click on an animation, you can see, oh, it's going to be at Arkansas Arts Academy, say, July 8th through the 12th, and the age ranges are 10 to 15. And you can sign up right there. You can add it to your cart uh, and pay with a credit card right online. Great. So you have camps as we discussed, in Fayetteville, in Bentonville, in Rogers, in Springdale, and in multiple locations in those various cities. Yes. So you're all over northwest Arkansas. All over northwest Arkansas. So, and Little Rock. <laughs> yep. Yeah, UAMS is going to be a, a neat thing. They, they contacted me after I spoke, actually, at the STEM Coalition conference down in Little Rock. And so they were like, we really want to try to do this. And I was like, I really want to try to do it too. Let's logistically see if we can figure it out. So we are we're we're still hammering down on some of the specifics of getting uh, connected with some mentors that can be in Little Rock and do it uh, and sort of pass on what what we want to do. So um, we're uh, we're finalizing those details right now. Well, that's terrific. Well, I know the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce is going to be happy to share information that we can push out there as you promote things online. Mm-hmm. So we would love to have that opportunity to mm-hmm. help you um, expand your brand. Absolutely. And learnpixel.org is the Pixel website. Um, and you can go there and read. Really, you can get a good uh, picture of what the vision is for Pixel. Um, and Nerdies is on that too. You can link to the Nerdies website there, um, and and you know I encourage everybody to really check it out and and see see what we're what the what we're trying to do and and the vision that we're working towards. Um, really excited about it. Great. All right. Well, I would like to thank all three of you for being here. That's David Kersey with Pixel and Nerdies, Megan Perez and Chloe Hiley. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Let me put our social in there, too. So our Facebook is LearnPixel Now, I believe. Actually, LearnPixel Now is our Instagram. Uh, And nerdies.dotme is the Instagram for nerdies. And Facebook. And Facebook. So. And we can add that to our Yeah, you can go to Facebook and just search for Pixel School for Media Arts to find us pretty easy. Great. All right. Well, thank, thank you, all of you. Thank you.